0: ignorance is bliss right being comfortable is great the only problem with staying in your comfort zone and sticking with the idea of ignorance being bliss is you don't grow you don't learn you don't contribute and without those things it's very hard to reach true lasting happiness Ignorance is a real problem these days. You can see it happening all over the world, with things like climate change and political situations. It is clear that in order to combat ignorance, we must first admit to it, then seek to understand what we do not. Sounds relatively simple, right? So why do most people choose to stay ignorant? Because ignorance is comfortable, easy and offers little immediate threat. Sure, ignorance may lead to a collapsing economy, a warming planet, overpopulation, genocide, or Armageddon-style superfires, but right now, life's good, baby. Short-term thinking, short-term pleasure, and the fear of failure is holding many of you back from curing your ignorance, and also your entitlement, ego, anxiety, and a plethora of other ailments, but let's not overwhelm you. Education is part of the reason why so many of us choose the comforting pleasure of ignorance. We are taught that winning, looking successful, and being happy 24-fucking-7 is how life should be. Losing, admitting our failures, and fixing problems will make us look bad to our followers. Well, can't have that. Fuck off. Seriously, that is the kind of thinking that breeds ignorance and prevents us from solving the very real problems we all face. You don't have to look secure, sorted, and successful all the damn time. You sure as hell don't have to hide your problems in a tiny little box hidden in the deepest corner of your soul ready to explode during your inevitable midlife crisis. Tackle your problems now. Admit your fuck-ups when they happen. The people that criticise you, harass you and laugh at you for admitting your ignorance. feel, Feel empathy for them. I tend to think of people's comments as a mirror to their minds. If someone spews hate at you, they are projecting how they feel about themselves. You will find that most people will respect you more for admitting your failings, confronting your problems, and showing an understanding of your ignorance. Haters will always exist, but they don't deserve your fear, your response, or your anger. Show them empathy, seeking to understand their reasoning. Is this person afraid to admit their own ignorance? Wow, this person must really be really sad to want to comment in this way. Maybe I should offer my support. A few years ago, when I began began confronting my problems, I was so fucking scared. All I could think of was how many people would laugh at me. It took me months to finally open up, to admit my failings, my ignorance, and to ask for help, seeking to understand. Now, I'm addicted to it. I've seen the benefits of tackling my problems as they appear. I have stronger people around me now. I'm less and less ignorant to the world around me, and I'm able to empathise with others. My ability to confront my ignorance has given me peace like never before and filled me with a deep, deep love of everyone I encounter. Yep, even the assholes. I'm imparting more positive change in the world than ever before. And my God, does it feel good. Do yourself a favour. Confront your ignorance now while you are young. Or, if you're an older listener, it's never too late. You will gift yourself with a lifetime filled with love, empathy, positive impact, inner peace and happiness. So here are my tips to confronting ignorance. Number one is you don't have to be right all the time. The problem with communication is how we view it. If I were to ask you what communication means to you, I would assume your answer would include the mention of speech, talking, chatting, yarning or whatever you call the action of creating. Coherent sounds with your tongue. I don't know how coherent that is, but hey. Most of us, myself included, love the sound of our own voice. Hell, I record a podcast. Of course I love the sound of my voice. We have lengthy conversations about deep topics. But what do we actually learn during these conversations? Maybe we learn that our throat is beginning to feel scratchy. Maybe we are reminded uh, of our own values. Or maybe we learn nothing valuable at all why because we forget the most important aspect of communication to listen no i don't mean listen with the intent of responding or to listen with the intent of arguing simply listen to the message your co-community is co-communicator is trying to get across you will feel that nagging pull of your ego to respond argue and dismiss what is being said your ego wants to win even if winning how ridiculous is it to consider conversation a competition, actually? It means losing out on important knowledge. So here is my tip to you, Mrs. or Mr. Ego. I call mine Jerry. Actively enter a conversation with the intent to listen and, if B, let yourself lose. Yep, that's right. No more last word for you. Employ empathy. Put yourself in your co communicator's shoes. And simply listen to what they are trying to tell you by choosing to lose you may actually come out a winner a winner because you may actually learn and understand something new number two is to seek to understand have you ever found yourself banging your head against a wall trying to communicate with your partner you understand what you are trying to say, but for some unknown reason, a benevolent force has taken command of your partner's body. They flail side to side as if possessed by the demon known as Ignor. For the slower listeners among you, Ignore is short for ignorance. See what I did there? For the men in the room, the possessed communicator is most likely you. Sorry, bro. Females tend to communicate better, in part due to their capacity for showing empathy. Girls, this doesn't rule you out. In general, humans suck at communicating. Yet we have managed to make it to the top of the food chain because we suck a lot less than the rest of our animal cousins. Imagine if we were great communicators. What might the future look like? For starters, we wouldn't bear witness to our global leaders arguing over what to do about climate change. Spoiler alert. Our leaders already know exactly what needs to be done and the technology already exists and is feasible for the economy. The problem is agreeing to terms so that no one feels hard done by. Do our leaders not understand that the whole world is hard done by, if we continue to ignore what has to be done? Anyway, the point is simple. In order to communicate effectively, eliminate ignorance, and understand what the real problem is, we must first seek to understand. Let's use my previous rant about world leaders as an example of poor communication. Instead of trying to understand why our leaders seem so ignorant, I dove in headfirst aggressively listing out all the problems. Anger does not get results, problems are not solutions and quite clearly when you are talking you are not listening. Seeking to understand requires patience, empathy and focus. And guess what, it doesn't really require your mouth requires your ears listen to the arguments that others have against your beliefs really try to understand their reasoning ask questions to understand further why are you against the change to green energy why does feminism scare you what would you suggest is a better way forward as you understand the whys you will start to eliminate the superficial problems exposing the real issue Quite often, this issue is fear, or a lack of love. Why might Australian politicians fear the change to renewable energy? Could it be that their entire existence has been built upon fossil fuels and mining? A change to renewable energy means everything, as they know it will change. Wouldn't you be afraid if your entire world was about to change? What about those who have built their lives on the wages they earn from mining coal? How will they survive in a world without coal? How would they feed their children, afford rent, or pay the bills? What about Trump, Bolsonaro, and Boris Johnson? Why are they so hell-bent on nationalism, bolstering white privilege, and empowering corruption? Has their entire existence not been in a world dominated by the white patriarchy? Could it be that they are fucking terrified of what might happen if power is shared with women, Muslims, Asians, Africans, or even (laughs) the millennials? They only understand power over. To them, shared power makes no sense. Shared power might lead to the Nazis or another Cold War. How could a world that allows power to be shared evenly ever lead to something good? Isn't every sci-fi depiction of a utopian civilization, one which shares power, eliminates ego, and focuses on the bigger picture? But can you understand why they think the way they think? before you dive headfirst into, you're a fucking moron. I don't believe anything you're saying. Try and understand the whys. Number three is to read things that challenge your views. I grew up homophobic. It's true. I was afraid of gay people. How fucking ridiculous is that? It was not until I began to travel that my views changed when I realized how many of my travel friends were gay I considered that maybe my ignorant view on homosexuality was flawed as I progressed through my twenties. My views on religion, the lgbtq plus community, ethnicity, climate change, and the political systems that ruled our planet were heavily challenged. My ignorance often fought back, but slowly I began to admit how wrong I was about almost everything at thirty. I sit here thinking of all the beautiful connections I have made with gay men, gay women, transgender people, straight women, straight men, black people, Asian people, European people, mentally ill people, people with autism, people with Down syndrome, people that stand four feet tall and people that stand eight feet tall. If I had chosen not to challenge my views, I would never have made such beautiful connections with all these incredible human beings. And that is exactly what all these people have in common. They are human. Challenge your views regularly. If you fear gay people, read an article written by a gay person, or better yet, have a conversation with someone who identifies as being gay. If you're a white male in denial of the so-called white male privilege, sit down and have a conversation with an African-American. Do it while walking down the street as you watch the eyes of passers-by settle wearily on your black friend. Understand how truly lucky you are because your skin is white, then question why this is allowed to continue. Read a book written by a feminist if women scare you. Seek to understand how difficult it still is for women of every colour. Do you have to fear for your life every time you walk home alone? Does wearing something that makes you feel sexy warrant the possibility of sexual harassment? Because obviously she is asking for it wearing that dress, right? Are you abused for choosing to terminate a pregnancy by everyone who doesn't own your uterus but subsequently labelled a dumb slut if you choose to keep a child you are not financially prepared for? I force myself to read things that challenge my views, and I urge you to do the same. Better yet, throw yourself into a conversation with someone you wouldn't normally talk to. Seek to understand them. Challenge your ignorance. And aim to listen. Remember, it is okay to be wrong.